One side of both sides now. How, how about that? We're going to pop through all the top stories of the day with uh, two different perspectives. We're going to begin right now with Sean Mallon, principal at Sean Mallon Communications. Hey, Sean, how are you? Arlene Bynum, nice to talk to you. Great to talk to you. What a day, you know, that announcement by Dr. Kieran Moore, just shaking people as everybody's hoping everything gets back to normal. And there you have this medical officer of health actually dangling the possibility there could be mask mandates if people didn't do it voluntarily. It's it's a heck of a shock, but you have to imagine, Sean, they're not doing this lightly. No government wants to do this. The numbers clearly are rising. Well, yeah, and I'm I, for one, am not shocked. I've been anticipating this for a long time, and I think anyone who listens to uh, and uh, follows the the uh, the commentary from people who follow these things, the experts that is, saw that something like this would would well happen. And <clears throat> if you hear a bit of a crackle in my voice, it's because I had COVID just about two weeks ago, as did no my kidding. wife. My daughter had it in the <laughs> summer, and uh, several other people I know have had it, and I had a very a vivid conversation over the back fence, sitting in the back uh, uh, backyard of my cousin over on the Danforth a couple of nights ago. Her neighbor is a is a uh, doctor who mm-hmm. said it. We are in the middle of a wave that uh, in the hospital where he works is being called into emergency rooms to fill in for doctors who are off sick. And his his uh, very clear advice, you know, start masking now. And as well, we, we all got it here. But yes, or have had it recently. But yeah, I uh, no surprise for me and inevitable because it continues to mutate. And uh, I gather from Dr. Moore's commentary today that uh, uh, vaccination rates, particularly among more vulnerable groups, have dropped off a bit. So yeah, masking, uh, no surprise, maybe necessary. And I'll bet... Uh, Doug Ford is happy he doesn't have an election for three and a half years. I was th- I was thinking the same thing. What would you do if you had an uh, election coming up? Because this is not going to be popular. I have to say, though, you, you kind of wonder uh, the political aspect of kind of ignoring it. I know people wanted to move on and I we live with it. We get it. But I always mass when I went indoors and certainly in any big area. It's in the air and don't share air. It's the wisest thing an expert from Germany said to me right from the beginning. You share air and you take a chance. Is it going to be tough, Sean, do you think, to get people to do this? I kind of think so. Well, there's always going to be hardcore, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And it's true that we've all had the feeling that uh, we're past it. I passed it. I, I had had masks for quite a while. I've been wearing them for quite a while until I had to take a flight uh, a week or so ago. I was uh, clear of COVID by some days, but still masked anyway uh, with with uh, a high quality mask. I was a rare person <clears throat> on that flight. I will say, um, I, I, it, it it cuts two ways. It's become so politicized, though, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Not so much here, happily, as south of the border, but still politicized, and. Um, in fact, I was, I'll tell you the story. I was at Pearson Airport about to fly out uh, last week. Stopped to get my shoe shined because I was there a bit <laughs> early. And the shoe shine guy asked me, not in a challenging way, but said, uh, hey, how come the mask? I didn't tell him the whole story that I was only a few days free of COVID. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, my, the temptation was to, was to push back hard and say, you know, none of your business. Mm-hmm. But, but I think 
it, it cuts two ways. You have the hardcore, the politicized part, but it's also, and, and this is, I think, a good thing. More and more people have started to do it as a matter of course, which I think during flu season is actually a great idea. I mean, yeah, it is. What's the flu? And in many other cultures, particularly in Asia, this has been a, uh, a practice for a long time. And, you know, it makes sense. It's, I mean, it's the same arguments that we've been hearing ad nauseum uh, since, the be- since the beginning of the pandemic, but it's a simple, small courtesy. So why not just do it? Yeah, it doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't bother me at all. You know, connected to this, we've got the Arrive Can app. There's, it's been controversial, never seemed to work very well. A tech company recreated it and found they, they could do it way less than the $54 million that the federal government price tag came up. Again, not so surprising. What does this do? May I, if I can use a, a, kind of pulls the mask off the whole thing. When we look at our governments, we wondered how they spent the money strategically. It's one thing if it worked and it changed people's lives. It never seemed to, it seemed to be a hindrance. And then to find out there was a price tag attached to that may not be correct. It's not a good look. No, and it's sadly, it's an old story, isn't it? Old I mean, story. You go back to, and, it, and frequently with government initiatives that have real merit. I mean, you go back to uh, the gun registry, the long gun registry brought in by, uh, under the Chrétien government in the wake of the massacre at Ecole Polytechnique. Broad support, sure, some hardcore against it, but broad support. But then it, the cost of it was just so mm-hmm. astronomically ridiculous that then it gave Stephen Harper license then when he finally came into when he the Tories came back to power to do away with it and just junk the whole process and it goes on to my my days of Queen's Park covering Queen's Park and the the uh, problems with e-health you know electronic health records make all kinds of sense but government just had an awful time that was getting a bad it done. one oh <laughs> yeah oh yeah cost, it was when you said that and cost oh. a lot of people so it's, I mean, Arrive can, yeah, it certainly had its problems and it's, it's, it's good on those, uh, those uh, startups who had their own hackathon and uh, reproduced it at a fraction of the cost uh, very quickly. Here's the way I look at it. It's, government has to do a better job because people have to have trust in government because government has to do some of these things. It, uh, the Arrive can app had a place, had a purpose, had a need at that time. They probably hung on to it for too long, and yeah, it had its problems. But when they, when people see, when voters see these these things, these these cost overruns that are laughable, it just hurts trust in government, and that it really, I think, hurts yeah, us it, all. it does, and that's such a big topic these days. Sean Mallon, principal at Sean Mallon Communications, bringing it all together for us. Hi, Sean, and thank you for joining us. It was uh, great to talk to you again. Talk soon. Nice to talk to you. I'm Arlene Bunn, and this is On Point.